0: to Empowering Single Mothers. I'm your co-host Lisa McHale and I've got the wonderful Wendy Bloom also co-hosting and we've got a new guest today named Jenny Garcia on the show episode. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves really quickly and then we'll get right into it.
1: Okay, hi everyone. My name is Jenny, Um, I'm here in Toronto. I have a 12 year old daughter who's about to be 13 in March. Um, I am a graphic designer and creative director for a few smaller brands. I'm currently enjoying the life of being at home, but it is a little tough. Um, Yeah, and I'm just going with the flow with everything that's happening.
2: (laughs) Nice. Um, It's very nice to meet you, Jenny. I'm Wendy Bloom. I'm a mortgage lender in Monterey, California. I have three children, 11, 16, and 23. Uh, They all live with me. And I um, just, I'm really grateful that I have an opportunity to work with other women um, and working on ways to empower single moms and and women in general, or, you know,
0: anyone. So I am also in Toronto, um, Canada, and I actually have met Wendy in California a few times and very grateful that you guys are both here to empower single mothers. And our topic for today is actually self-care. And that means very many different things for very many different people. However, the conversation around the awareness of self-care and what can be labeled as self-care and how we experience self-care and... Uh, how we can promote self-care and what that would mean uh, to us now during the pandemic and, and even outside of that is, is really our topic of conversation. So, um, Wendy, do you want to talk about what self-care is to you and and what that looks like right now and what it has looked like?
2: Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> this topic definitely hits home. I, I neglect that a lot. It's, it's really challenging because I feel like so many people rely on me and I, I often forget that I need to fill my cup in order to take care of others. So listening to Jenny today, I'm, I'm pretty excited to hear what she's done, what success she's had since I pretty much feel like I'm a one out of 10 on that. So I really I really get to work on that. So, yeah.
0: Great, great. Um, I'll jump in because I think Jenny has a really good, uh, wide range. I also have just started practicing self-care, like putting myself at the top of my list. I think as a single mom, my daughter's 11. I often say turning 25, but <laughs> you know, um, that reality of of making sure that she is okay, uh, emotionally, physically. Would normally trump my needs and and I'm learning again that whole concept of the mm-hmm. oxygen max has to go on me first before I can mm-hmm. care for her um and in most recent years how I met Jenny is I'm doing things that involve both her and I in in self-care and that was through Hula so glad that I have met both <laughs> of you and and Jenny please do share what transformation self-care or the self-care transformation has looked like for you over the last few yeah, years yeah
1: totally I think um same as every mom i mean not every mom a lot of moms what we go through really is like i have this human i need to take care of them i need to make sure that they're healthy in any way possible so i'm gonna bend over backwards i'm gonna do everything that i possibly can to just make sure that they're good and put my needs last and sometimes that can also mean that we're neglecting ourselves and regardless of what we think is um healthy i think we think, okay, so long as my kids are healthy, I'm good. But I think if we flip that as opposed to if I'm healthy and I'm good and I feel good, I can give as much to my kids or to my loved ones or to my family, even my friends or like even at work. Um, yeah. Like I, I, I think it's like generational in my position. Like my mom's very much like, okay what do you want to eat and what do you want to do and how am I gonna to cater to you and I'm like I'm 30 mom like I'm good don't worry about me like I can cook my own meals I can you know like and I think it's and, and and I'd always think it was like a great quality and then when I started seeing I was like mom like just do things for yourself and like she would feel bad like she felt bad buying herself nice clothes or she felt bad like um having to cook separate meals for her because she's like well you guys don't like that so I'm not gonna cook it I'm like mom no that's not fair like enjoy what you have to eat like enjoy going to like the spa or like hanging out with your friends or doing things for yourself and um once she retired she was able to do those things which I was I I, it was was about maybe like five years ago she had retired so for me uh, like I always thought I was kind of healthy but it was a very like roller coaster of um, I think I'm healthy because I I'm like doing my hair, I'm putting on nice makeup, I'm putting on nice clothes, but mentally and like physically, I just felt really crappy, and I and I think it had to do with just not focusing on like my mental health especially, um, so I started to do small things like um, working out or eating a little bit healthier um and I did Hula um Jazzy had started Hula first um and so her mom uh, sorry all the moms had always been like you should join and I'm like no so not for me um and which was nice because the first year I had started I met Lisa so our daughters got really close as well um so yeah I think really focusing on just mental health and physical health and just nourishing my body um this year i also started seeing a therapist i see her maybe two to three times a week i oh, sorry two, every two or three weeks at first it was like once a week and then it and then it became two every two weeks now it's every like three weeks or whenever i'm feeling it um, that has been a huge game changer for me
0: i have a question when you yeah. say whenever you're feeling it what is that <laughs> Like what, um, because there's a trigger that causes you to go, hey, I need to talk to someone. And it's not just someone, it's a professional someone.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think for me, it's just anytime I'm feeling challenged. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I, I am, I do have a boyfriend. We live together. He's great. There's a difference between like what you get from your loved ones and when you get from a therapist, in my opinion. Like my therapist, she's very, she's, like naturally, she's just helping me cope with stress and how to really, 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 really focus on myself, and then teach my daughter them, and then teach teach like my mom them even. And it's like it's really nice things. It's breathing techniques, and it's it's you know it's like meditation, and it's very it's very life changing, you know, because I'm like whoa, I can take three minutes out of my day if ever I'm going through like a crazy anxiety attack or like if I'm out and I'm like oh my god I don't know what to do I can literally like like stop what I'm doing take a few minutes to just really deep breathe and focus on my breathing and I I can like snap out of it and like get my day on or like do my task um so yeah she's been such a godsend in my in my books like I think like therapy even for me at first was like I was kind of like well there's nothing wrong people like me don't really need therapy like I don't, you know, what I mean, I have trauma, but like, I'm over it. Or there's a like childhood trauma there, but I don't need it right now. Like, it's not a big deal. And then these things, these conversations keep happening. And I'm like, whoa, maybe like, it's just nice to give it a try. Um, so yeah, all these things leading up to like, what I'm really needing in life has always been self-care. And, and I think um, to be the best person that you can be and to be the best mom and partner and employee and just human being it, it is self-care for sure. I think that's like at the top of my list. And I think it's like in order for us moms to like wanna be there for one another, we have to start with ourselves, right?
0: 100%. Yeah. Wendy, have you ever done any kind of therapy? I know I have, like from losing my mother at a very young age, I mean, in 1988, I mean, that was like a every other week you had to go because they were checking in on you. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and then when my ex and I split up mm. got back together and split up, like we definitely had done some some grounding type of therapies. Um, and it and it has helped for sure because you have an outsider in sort of like baselining. Yes, uh, what what behaviors are gonna be beneficial for you. How about you?
2: Yeah, so I've definitely had therapy uh, starting at a very young age because my parents,, um, well, I don't know if it was because my parents split up or a combination of my, my mom having cancer and my parents splitting up, so uh, I started therapy very young, like eight years old. And um, I've had, you know, different different times in my life where I've chosen to be in therapy. At the moment, I'm not uh, in any therapy sessions, um, and I'm I'm not sure. I've thought about going um, back to that, uh, and I this is this is again I'm listening. learning reminders of what it is that I need to do for me so thank you
0: so Jenny uh you also talked about health outside of mental health like how you are nourishing your body so what has changed for you in the last uh, x number of years for you to shift your your physical like your nutrition um I well it's
1: super tough just because I I have a family, right, so, like, the foods that I eat, everyone is like, that's disgusting, what are you even putting, like, that's gross, so, like, I like to add more vegetables, I'm always having fruit with my food, Um, I did cut out meat for a little bit, I don't know that that's the best route for me, just because um, I just eat, like, I didn't, I don't think I was nourishing myself enough, so I was feeling very, like, Woozy and like fainties, <laughs> which is like not good. Um, so I think I brought Ooh. back the and the chicken and like I'm just I have like really I have I pretty much eat anything right now. I just really focus on portions. Portions for me is like a huge thing because I can overeat, I can undereat, I can you know go for day uh sorry hours not eating so like that like food for me has been like a, a battle where like I didn't have a good relationship with it um just because I was stressed about it I was like oh if I eat this I'm gonna feel like shit and look like shit and, oh sorry can I swear <laughs> Do
0: whatever you want. Do whatever. if you we all given birth to babies everyone people that we don't even know have seen our private like <laughs>
1: Yeah um, my relationship with food is oh it's very up and down so I think like understanding that like food is actually a great thing it's a beautiful thing and it's okay to like eat like crap and indulge and enjoy foods with your kids and like go to restaurants I mean like not now but like have dessert Um, but for me it's portions 100% like portions like pushing out my food looking at what I'm eating and like mentally like Thinking about it because I do find like you eat and then you're like and then you go to the next thing but like when I make like my food time like sacred where it's like this is for me this is nourishing and mind you my family does not do that like my daughter's in she eats and then she's out and I'm like at the table by myself like just trying to finish my food um yeah, like rituals for me in the morning for sure are like important. I have like lemon water and hot lemon water um, in the mornings. I put some maple syrup in there. Um, that helps. I like green. I love green juices. When you find like the really good things that you love, you just you just go in that route and then it takes you there. So I, I think it's like stressing about it is always had always been like a downfall for me because then I would like feel great and then I would feel like crap and then I'd try to get back on track and then it was just like a nightmare so I think just having that balance of like it's okay to like indulge again so long as you're feeling good um and yeah that's kind of where I'm taking it right now
0: I love the feel good barometer like that's what you're going off of and Um so again?
1: Yeah, always. Like it's it's like where is my feel good and how do I stay there? Like as, for as long as I can. You know, like whenever I get out of it, what, what am I what can I do to like fall back in there? Yeah. How about you, Wendy?
0: Have I, have you- quest- I have a
2: couple questions, I have a couple questions actually.
0: Ah,
2: cool. So um when you say the the feel good barometer and and what, what do you choose to do when you notice that you're not feeling good? What, what shifts do you make and how do you make them? What conversation do you have with yourself?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Ooh, it's tough because sometimes I'm really hard on myself. So I'm Mm. like, how could you like, you know, like, I, I think it's natural for us to like resort to like hating ourselves or like being angry with ourselves because we're like, you know better, you should have done better. Like you're smarter than this. You're a role model, like we'll depend on you. Um, but it's just, it's just loving yourself really. It's just um, embracing that, embracing yourself and like self-acceptance and, and really I think writing things down for me is really, really, really great. I, I've never really done that. I've always been like computer and like phone But writing things down for me, I feel, is very healthy. Even if it's like a hate note, I write it down. Even if, yeah, even if it's like I'm, I hate this person, or I hate that I did that, or I hate what's happening, I write it down. Or if it's like, oh, that was so nice what you did today for that person, or that was so lovely what my friend said to me, Um, small things. So I can I can really look back at them, and it's very like self-acceptance it's just accepting and like knowing and not feeling responsible for other people's feelings too that's like a huge one yeah that's really important and i i'm still i'm still learning that i still don't like i still don't know how to really get a grasp on that um because it's small things like if I had said something and it hurt someone's feelings, or like if at work I did something and someone disagreed with it, I, I feel like oh, like that's my responsibility. I should have done better. It's like no, sorry, like I like it's just the way of life. Like I can't make everybody happy. Um, so yeah, it's I, really loving yourself.
2: Can I uh, insert a share based on oh. what just came up from her? Okay, oh. so the other day. I was super excited about something and went and told someone. And as I was telling them, their response was, I don't care. And I was, I was shocked, like literally couldn't even. And I shut down because that's my thing. Mm-hmm. And I walked away, I didn't respond, I didn't, I didn't anything. And it was, you know, I sat with it and I sat with the feelings and I was like, I can't believe. This person just said, I don't care. And how do I feel about that? And as I worked through it, I was like, of course, wanting to blame, wanting to be like, how dare him? Like, it was just, it was, it was really hard. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. He just told me he didn't want to hear what I was saying. That's it. That's all he said. He didn't say, I don't care about you. He didn't say all of the things that I could have made it. Right, that I typically would have made it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. And so I really processed through that. And then I sent him a text. And I was like, sometimes it's really difficult for me to talk to you because I don't think that you care about what I have to say. And this morning really confirmed that for me and why I have those hesitations. And I said, however, I realized that you were just being honest with me and now I get to choose to decide what I want to share with you.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And what a shift, like what a complete shift for me to not take that and turn it into, I'm not worthy of his time. I'm not worthy or that I, that I don't matter. Cause it wasn't that I don't matter. Is that he wasn't in any way, shape, or form excited about what I was excited about, and that's okay.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's huge. I that's think like a huge win for sure. <laughs> sure. Thank you for sharing.
1: Yeah. And it's like you, I think by taking the time to think about it and then reflect on it and then reacting, that's yeah. like huge. Like for me, I'm the type to be like, no, like. And then then I freak out and then I'm like, fuck, I feel horrible now.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. I do that with my daughter. I do that at work. I do that. You know, I do that all all around. But I think, yeah, like exactly what you had done is it's so important, right? Because you do and say things out of out of anger or out of like feeling hurt or like neglected. And then sometimes you don't take the time to really focus on like the bigger
2: picture, I guess. Yeah. Um One of the things that I realized, and I didn't in the moment, um, of course, what if he was going through something and he didn't want to have excited energy, he didn't, he didn't have a place for someone to be happy around him because he was in his whatever. And so again, sometimes whatever it is, if we don't, if we don't allow ourselves that buffer of don't take things personal for agreements, um <laughs> then you know it, it can cause a lot of damage
0: yeah 100 uh, so just going back to also what jenny said earlier i think there is something in us that plays like a saboteur almost like when we think about archetypes and uh this whole like should could would game that we we do with ourselves and uh, you know touching back even on upbringing Yeah. Right. And then the expectations we have from other people that are such, it's like a direct reflection on the expectations we have on ourselves. Right. So it's like this wicked vicious cycle that just keeps going. And if you don't pause to like, I love the concept of journaling, meditating, breathing. These are all things that I personally use. And I definitely share with people um, to like release things because there's no point in carrying all of this stuff that is unserving to us Um, and as mothers, like I think we all are exhibiting things that we have learned from our parents (laughs) right and so it's like no I'm not gonna be a martyr because I want to live I want to meet my great 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 grandchildren that's not gonna help right like my mother did what she did and god bless her she did her best but we buried her at 41 Mm. right like so I, at 47, I don't really have a, I don't like, who am I following at. There's nobody. So now it's like, I get to talk to people like you learn from my family, like what they would have done, their experiences, but the self care, the nutrition, the self sabotaging, all of that really is like why we're here. Right. So yeah. I'm sure everyone can relate to this. They don't have to be a single mom. mom. Let's address, let's address the part of self care that is, that might be perceived as a challenge for single mothers. Cause I know for me, and I'm going to throw this out there and whatever you guys want to add or as a single mother who doesn't have parents and it is just her and I, my story used to be, well, what am I going to do with her? Right? Like, and I don't want her to feel like, again, her feelings over my need to self care. Right. Um, Well, who will watch her? And then, And then the support team came in and then my family started, you know what I mean? Like there all have always been people there, but that was what I was telling myself. So what were some of the things that you have experienced and and how did you overcome the part specifically about being a single mom? Um, Well,
1: I mean, like I was single when I say, when we say single mom, It's like her her dad and I, we were together for, I mean, we were 16 when we met, you know, and then got pregnant at like 18. I had her at 19. And like, what do we really know at that age? So I, I, I feel like I was always single. I mean, like, that's kind of bad. Like, I just feel like the whole process, I was kind of alone. So I kind of like had to figure it out on my own. I was like, I had finished school while I was pregnant. You know, I was like, I was literally... It, it had always been like, it was just her and I. And I think what was nice, and I, I'm like so privileged to feel that way, is that because we were so close in age, all the things that she was going through, I literally, I could feel it. I was like, I know what you're going through. I, I literally remember it, because it wasn't so long ago. Um, so for, for us, what's important for us and what's really working is um, just sharing like the stories that I had gone through um, and really finding that connection. Like, for example, this is a big one, is, like, her phone. So, she has a phone, um, she's now 12. I, I didn't have a phone till I was maybe 16 in high school, um, so sometimes I find her on her phone, and it's excessive. I'm like, okay, hey, we can't be doing that, that's not okay. Um, I just feel like it's it's really daunting on the brain, and, like, sometimes she's, like, laser focused on it and not doing other things. Um, Maybe I'm getting off topic here, I'm not sure, sorry. But um, yeah, just, just finding those connections. So with me, I'd be like, you know, when I was your age, I would do things and I would do it nonstop. Like I would talk on the phone with my friends for however long. And my mom would be like, hey, that's enough. So I think when you have limits or when you realize, okay, There's a certain amount of time that you need to be doing things. There's a balance that you need to be doing. When I was young, I did that too. There's nothing wrong with you. We all make mistakes. We all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. And just finding that bond, like it could be a bond through a phone. It could be a bond through like a food. Um, It could be bond through like clothing, shopping. I think that um, has always helped me and that has always helped us kind of build our relationship um because I didn't really have that with my mom I didn't really have that I mean not to say like she was a bad mom I think I just think we didn't really bond the way that I I wish we did or like you just we didn't really talk as much she was working a lot so um it's nice that I can really bond with my daughter in in those ways um but yeah I think those are important for us that's awesome Uh, that is awesome
2: How about you, Wendy. Um, So, well, bonding, obviously, super important. Um, As far as making the time for the self-care, definitely super hard to keep commitments time-wise when there's always some reason to do what they need. Um, There's always more work. There's always Something for school that they need help with. Um, So, really staying committed to what time you need to set aside for self care is really a challenge for me, which is probably why I gave myself a one out of 10. Um, And what I, what I, what came up for me listening to Jenny, and she said it in a couple of different ways, one about her daughter and one about her mom, and she was using the word guilt. Like um, not feeling guilty uh, for doing the self-care, and I don't know that I ever really looked at it that way. However, now that I hear her say it, and I want to, you know, I'm a fixer, so I went <laughs> or been a fixer. Um, I went to how can I help her, right? And I was like, wow, what a what a gift! It's not something you you should 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 on yourself. You should feel guilty about you should actually embrace the example you're setting by putting in place those self-care scheduled times. And so that's what came up for me in a combination of what Jenny has shared and what you asked. Instead of looking at it as time that I'm taking from them, it's a gift I'm giving them by letting them see what I'm doing that's good for me. So that's the example that I set. So she, Jenny, Shared the example of her mom um, feeling guilty about doing nice things for herself until she was retired, all the way until she was retired, right? And Jenny is doing the same thing in some cases because she's feeling guilty of taking care of herself. So that's a, a modeled behavior, right? So breaking the breaking the chain of whatever we were, whatever example we had, and then also looking at it from a place of gosh. I get to show my daughter that going to the spa is something that I do for me. And she gets to do that when she's at a perfect age.
0: Yeah. Right. I really love how you tie that together. And and I'm gonna even add to that because uh, for, for those who don't know, like over the past year, I've cut a fair bit of weight. And thank you. Uh, and yes. <laughs> process, it was really putting myself in, the priority list and quite mm-hmm. at the top if not at the top and that included going to sleep and included prepping the food and um as i started to recover from whatever the flour the sugar the impact of that i became a nicer person and so like <laughs> ugly mom the ugly mom episodes like when you say that you like blow up or whatever i call those ugly mom moments and so when they they are less frequent and less intense and so not only am I modeling to her the benefits of self-care, but it's also, or, and it's also creating the bond, right? Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I feel my story has always been like, I'm not necessarily maternal, like the way that you guys are, like very doting with your, you know, like it's, it's not like that for me. And so now we're developing it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being totally real. You guys that's know. Good.
2: My, my not, all, not all moms are that way. Um,
0: yeah. And I'm just, that's okay. Not, that. so it's good that we've got the diversity of how we approach motherhood and definitely a provider definitely will like be her supporter but it's not like we're sitting there like you know doing that kind of stuff and now we're, 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 we're kind of getting there we're taking walks as you know in the morning um so that is you know that self-care and then developing the bond is it's been really beautiful so thank you for tying it all together always magic happens <laughs> great. yeah
2: <I> <laughs> yeah the saying that came up for me in my head was, I love you, so I'm going to take care of me.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I think that's
1: important everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Say, um, I'm thinking of like, I always resort to work because I feel like those are like the challenging areas for me. But I feel like in workplaces when I have, for whatever reason, people who I'm like, I want to do well by you, but... I can't, because you're not allowing me. Um, so it's hard. And I feel like it's just like, they don't love themselves. So they reflect all that negative energy onto me. So I'm like, I can't do well by you. I can't go above and beyond the way I want to for you and for us and for what we're building, because I just, it, it's, there's like a blockage. So that that's the mm-hmm. same thing. Like, I, like, I, I want, I want to love you, but I can't, So, there's something holding us back, but
0: yeah, it's back for that one. We got to bring you the back for that one because that's a whole other (laughs) (laughs) other topic beyond self care. But where it does tie in, I feel, is like the awareness of how we do have to have safe boundaries. Yes. Right. So, that's like maybe another a future one. But um, Mm -hmm. I feel like we've covered a lot of self care stuff. Is there anything else before we wrap up this time? And Jenny, would love to have you back to talk about that yeah, I would love to anytime sure.
1: yeah lovely. Oh, um, yeah I think the last thing for me is just for you um Wendy is really just making maybe like 10 minutes 20 minutes starting small
2: yeah
1: <laughs> maybe when the kids are asleep or before the kids wake up maybe that'll like give you a little bit of like a push to be like okay they're asleep even if they wake me up, that's okay. Even if they knock on the door, that's fine. Just start with five, ten minutes for yourself. And, and like, it'll grow. It'll grow. And then your, your kids will be like, okay, this is your time, mom. Yeah, you're allowed to have it. Right. Um, or when the kids are away for whatever reason, it's just, you know, like, finding those ways. And they start small, right? Like, yep. we're not privileged
0: to be like, oh, I have a whole week to myself. <laughs> never that um, yeah. yeah but you like, just uh, when you go to California so you know maybe, <laughs> yeah. you're like hey you know what kiddos see ya <laughs> <laughs> come <laughs> stay in the suite <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's beautiful advice so
2: <laughs> thank you
0: okay Wendy the next time we meet with Jenny we're going to see where your number is from a one. that's two.
2: right uh, how many minutes have I given uh, myself <laughs> well
0: I think because I know her work right? Where it's like her phone can ring at any time. We were talking the other day and it was like, Oh, something got approved. And, and that required her attention. It's difficult. Right. I know, as a, from a business perspective mm-hmm. to see something come in and, and have the discipline to go not right leave that for five minutes. Cause I need to do this, or I want to do this, or, you know, and
2: so, that, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I did uh, cycle bar for a while And it was the craziest feeling that they didn't allow cell phones in the room. So I literally had 45 minutes for myself with no distraction in that way. And with COVID, I'm using a Peloton at home. My cell phone's on the bike. It's on the bike. And And I need, get to learn how to say it's okay for me to put the cell phone in the other room. Yes. For it, it's really challenging though you yes. know it's so challenging because nobody has the rule set for me right right you know right so i have to be the one that says i i get this time right so good love good it. notice
0: love it well i want to thank you guys for tuning in to our audience you guys have any questions comments or Um, you can relate to any of this or if you want to reach out to any of us, we would definitely make sure that all of our contact info is in the description. I want to thank my co-host, Wendy Bloom over there and our lovely guest, Jenny Garcia who joined us uh, for today's episode, Empowering Single Mothers and we're focusing on self-care. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.